Hello and welcome to another episode of Apprentice Talks. My name is Sam. And my name is Katie. And Apprentice Talks is a podcast made to educate, inform and give insight into what it's really like to be an apprentice and juggle multiple worlds. Today we're here with Emily, a Level 6 International Rotational Degree Apprentice at Pearson, um, working as a student recruitment assistant. And Emily's had the opportunity to work in the Philippines as part of her apprenticeship. And we also have a queer today with us, who's a level four engineer apprentice and software engineer at List, who won the Grace Hopper competition, allowing her to attend the Grace Hopper conference at NASA in Florida, America. So, so today's episode is going to look at where in the world an apprenticeship can take you um, and the international opportunities that apprentices can be a part of. So, Emily, coming to you first, um, could you just tell us a bit about yourself and your apprenticeship journey so far? Yep. So, I'm Emily. I'm 20 years old and I'm doing a Chartered Manager's Degree Apprenticeship with Pearson Business School. uh, And my degree is in Business Management. Um, As Katie mentioned, I work within the student recruitment team at Pearson College London. um, And as part of my apprenticeship, I get an international placement every year. And could you just tell us a bit more about your international placements? Um, So how long are those for? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my international placements usually um, should last around four weeks. However, they can vary um, depending on term dates and when you get flights, obviously, to and from the country. And over to you, Kriya. Could you tell us a bit more about yourself and your apprenticeship journey? Yeah, so... Um, I am on a level four software engineering apprenticeship with a company called Makers Academy. Um, part of that, I've had to complete an intense three to four months boot camp course, like learning the foundation and basics of um, engineering and programming. And I also currently now sit on a back end engineering team with senior data scientists, senior engineers, um, doing all back end stuff with like Python and React and JavaScript. So let's talk some more, a bit more about. You said a lot of words I didn't even understand. If I'm honest. <laughs> but um, explain to us what data science is, data science is and, and just yeah, a bit more about some of the intricacies that people will understand about your role. So my, I don't do any data scientists. So I mainly do programming in Python and React. Um, and those are like languages that allow you to create really cool, um, cool, cool tools and applications. So in my team, we work with um, standardizing our data that we get from our customers to help other departments within the company to use it to like make really cool stuff and like help you know um, use our data to reach more people on a bigger yeah, and wider yeah. scale. So yeah. those programming languages allow us to you know manipulate and handle the data that we use. If that makes Sounds- more sense. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Awesome. Um, so talking internationally then, um, obviously that's what we're talking about in this episode. Um, could you guys talk a bit about the sort of international experiences you've had as part of your apprenticeship? Emily, do you want to start maybe talking about, you know, the the placements that you've had? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, I get four, um, four like a four week long placement um, internationally every year. Um, due to the obviously current circumstances of COVID-19, I haven't been able to have one this year. Um, but a year ago, I was actually in the Philippines, where I went for six weeks between August and September. Um, and I was in Manila um, working for Pearson's HR department. So I worked for Pearson rather than Pearson College London. Um, and I got to do something that was completely different 
um, my day-to-day role. So I was in um, a HR role, which involved like a lot of like um, computer work, which isn't something I usually do. Um, I'm usually out talking to students face-to-face, a lot of interactions that was really different to in, um, in a computer office environment um, in a day-to-day role. Um, and I got to embrace like, lots of different opportunities whilst I was out there. So they've got a very big like, office culture. So they run yeah. their own like Pearson talent whilst I was out there, um, which was really good fun to get involved in as well. Cool. And, like, <clears throat> and while she was out there, I'm, I'm assuming... Like in terms of like covering the cost, like did Pearson handle that? Did you, did you have to, yeah, like in terms of like you traveling there, accommodation, because that's yeah. that's something unheard of to me, you know, as an apprentice, like you know, being able to travel to other country, which is I think it's an amazing opportunity. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm always feeling very grateful and very privileged to I am now. Um, so not only yet yeah, do I get to go on these phenomenal work trips to some really amazing places like the Philippines, um, but all of my costs and expenses are covered. So my flights out there, my accommodation, and then any costs I might have incurred um, because of needing to go there, such as like vaccinations or having to buy like meals whilst I'm out there doing day trips to see certain sites whilst I'm not working on my weekends. Um, that was all covered for covered by a piercing story um so very yeah very lucky cool what about you Aquia? how's um can you talk a bit about your sort of international experiences yeah so last year I got the opportunity to go to Florida with um five other girls as part of a competition um with student system met competitions like there was a mentoring program that I did with them and I think my apprenticeship enabled me to put me in a really strong place to, you know, course, get that yeah. place. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we went to Florida to attend the largest women in computing conference in the world. Wow. Um, it was there for a week. Everything was paid for. We stayed at the most bougiest hotel ever. <laughs> the hotel was sick. The, um, the, uh, you were starting for the gram that week, wasn't you? Yeah, literally, it was, it was amazing. Um, and we also got to go to NASA before the conference um, happened. The conference is three days. Lots happened. There was about, like, 26,000 women from all around the world there. There were so many, like, courses and things that you could take there just to help you understand how powerful and impactful technology can be. Um, there were so many, like, gifts and giveaways that they were given. There was opportunities for your application to get fast-tracked. It was just amazing, basically. And it was my first time in Florida, so I got to see Florida. And, yeah, I got to go to Walmart and all the other <laughs> restaurants there. It was really cool. Yeah, so that was one of my experiences. And everything was paid for, flights, hotel, food, everything. And I got to go to NASA as well, yeah, which is cool. And what was the um, competition that you did um, in order to get there? Yeah, so there's this um, organisation called STEMETS who are trying to get more women into um, the STEM industry. So I did their mentoring programme and at the end of that programme, you get to, you know, apply to go to the conference. You have to, like, submit an application and, like, a really cool video just um, answering some of their questions and kind of summing up your experience. Um, And it was sort of towards the start of my apprenticeship, so had little experience but they could tell that I was interested and I was passionate about you know tech so yeah mm. that was the competition that I entered that's yeah. that's awesome and I feel like it's really important that the listeners listen like people listening the young people listening like to be aware of the amount of opportunities that an apprenticeship can give you I think even when I was going to into the into 
the apprenticeship world, like something, things like these opportunities were things that you just heard, like you, you didn't even wear, weren't even aware existed. So not only can your apprenticeship help your career in terms of just career progression, but it can also give you some life experiences um, that you may not have got if you just went to traditional university. Um, and leading on for that, um, you know, being exposed to different countries and, and you know, being in a, in a, in a situation, being in places that you're not normally used to. What would you say are the top three uh, skills that you think you've picked and taken from those experiences that's helped develop you in your career? Uh, Emily, um, you can start. Um, so something I've definitely noticed from working um, internationally is that even when you're like working in a in the same company, so Pearson College London and Pearson, they're well, they're separate companies. They work together, um, but the teams are coordinated so differently in different countries due to like the cultures um, and just teams working styles in general so you have to adopt like different ways of working and you become very like adaptable and flexible as an individual that was definitely one of the top things I learned and that you can always learn something new um it doesn't matter whether you're starting off or you're really senior within your role or within a team um you you're always going to learn so whilst I was out in the Philippines um I was lucky enough to have a few meetings with the director of HR operations and wow. I feel like she learned from me and I learned from her. Um, mm. Like each individual has their own skills and strengths that will be different to yours. Um, mm. To really make the most of those conversations and opportunities you have to network with those. And definitely making... Come on, finish the beat, so. um, If you make those connections with people whilst you're out there, they're for life. Like I still speak to people that I was working with in the Philippines now and they're going to be connections I have for life and I can learn everything I learned whilst I was out there I can apply to my day-to-day -day role here like it can always be applied to whatever you learn That's amazing and I think it's interesting what you said there about like that you can learn skills from other people and they can also learn skills from you because I think a common um, misconception of apprentices is that, you know, you come in at the bottom and you're at the bottom of the organisation and, you know, yeah. it's your role and your duty to, like, learn from everyone else. But I think that what I've learned, especially myself being an apprentice, is, like, you, can, you bring value and you do add value to your organisation. I think talking to these apprentices on these episodes, especially you two as well, you can see how apprentices are adding value. Um, mm -hmm. And you know you're learning. You, they're le people learn skills from you as much as mm -hmm. as you learn skills from them. So I think it, mm -hmm. for anyone listening that's interested in being an apprentice, like don't be scared to, you know, show what you can do, and don't be yeah. scared to, you know, to to showcase your skills in any way possible. Because you know you're selected for the role for a reason, and mm -hmm. you know contribute where you can. What about you, Aquia? So um, I would say that skills that I got, the key takeaways that I got from travelling to the Great Hustle Con um, Conference was um, it came from a workshop, a public speaking workshop that I went to and they gave like so many amazing tips and advice and from that I was just really inspired to come back to my workplace and just in the community in general to like um, give like talks about my, uh, my journey, my experience and just like improve my public speaking skills in general because in tech it's not just about programming, it's not just about coding, it's about how you communicate with people, how you 
get along with people, like your soft skills, basically. So I was able to get that from that um, conference. And it's another thing is that it's like kind of give me the confidence to just go for it more. I mean, if I was picked out of like loads of people to attend this conference, it means there's something that I've mm-hmm. got that I bring to the table. So yeah, yeah. attending, um, having that international experience, like just kind of gave me the confidence to really just go for it. Whether it's in work or in the industry, with giving back to people, it just really inspired me to go for it. And I think when I came back, I wrote like blog posts to kind of encourage other people to get into tech industries. I worked with my with a commi- uh, um, committee in my workplace to host a hackathon. It's just like mm. giving me the confidence and like helping yeah. me to improve my communication skills, basically. So I was really grateful for that experience. That sounds awesome. That's amazing. And in terms of like, obviously, both of you have now discussed like the skills that you think you've picked up. Um, We'll come to you first, Emily. How do you think that this international experience is going to help you in the future with like your own career progression? I've like benefited from having experience in different things. So with my career progression, I feel like I'm very adaptable and flexible I'd say um, I've learned lots of different skills in lots of different areas of business um, but necessarily I wouldn't have got if I hadn't have been international so like I mentioned in my day-to-day role although each day in terms of what I attend um, and talk to students it's very much the same um, yeah. I'm just constantly talking where I've been able to pick up so many different skills from the Philippines mm. in terms of being in an office environment, an office team, um, in terms of learning different systems. I just feel like I've gained a lot of knowledge um, that will help me and like, build my CV um, to then progress further with my career. Yeah, and what about like the culture in the Philippines? I know you said, um, obviously, they have a different like office culture, but did you sort of like learn anything about that that you could yeah, bring back to the UK? Yeah, so I feel like the way I approach like meetings um, is very different now having been to the Philippines. So they're all very friendly. They want to talk a lot um, at the start of meetings and they regularly have like an all-hands meeting, they call it. Um, I think it happens... Once what, does it, what does that mean? Like all-hands, it's basically um, the whole office um, will have one big meeting Okay. Um, and they'll discuss um, the strategy for that week. They'll discuss objectives. They'll like talk about anything that uh, any achievements that they had the previous week. Like a town um, hall. So it's like a real privilege to attend those meetings. So I feel like now, having attended a variety of like one on ones and like all hands meetings, I take a very different approach like I like to highlight the positives I like to ask questions I like to set myself goals um and know what I'm working towards not just in my mid-year reviews and my end of year reviews but weekly to keep track of progress that I'm making and that I can evidence for my apprenticeship and to get promotions and things like that yeah amazing what about you Aquia? with me um when I went there and I saw like there was about over 26,000 women, it kind of sparked a fire in me in the sense that in the work industry, that is not really translated. There's not really, you don't really see that many women engineers, but the fact that I was able to see them at that conference meant that, okay, they are there. Um, so it kind of, um, kind of like 
pushed me to do something about it. So when I came back, I started to do lots of work within the community to kind of encourage more women to get into the tech um, industry. Um, yeah. So I run, I currently run a platform called Anomaly's Views where I share my journey and my um, my journey into tech and everything that I learned to try and help break the barrier surrounding mm. um, tech. Um, so just attending that kind of, in a sense, made me become like an advocate for women in STEM. Um, and from that, it's opened up so many doors and so many opportunities. I have so many people coming up to me, like asking for help, um, Mm. loads of um organizations i've been collaborating with them so i think the progression has been taking place more outside of work but then at the same time it's opening doors within my workplace and within my career to help me progress yeah. because i'm starting to build a platform within the community mm -hmm. so yeah Amazing. it was definitely a great experience for me that's really powerful um leading on from that um is there a particular project or achievement that um, you've done uh, in your apprenticeship journey that you're particularly proud of? It hasn't got to be linked to your international roles or positions, but just looking to like share the the the, fact, the message that you know apprentices can make impacts in their organisations or in, in in general. Are there any achievements that you guys or projects you like to yeah you're particularly proud of? You like to share? Yeah. Um, so with me. Um... As I'm, I don't know if I mentioned before, but I'm part of the diversity committee um, at my workplace. And mm. I think last day they kind of had like a relaunch to set off. Um, and I was given the opportunity to host and plan their first event. And what wow. I did was I planned a coding workshop with an organization called Codebar. Um, and it was a really huge achievement for me because um, I started off at attending those coding workshops with Codebar. So then to be able to host a workshop at my place and like kind of show the students who attend that, you know, you can do it because I was exactly, I was where you were, but now I'm here. Mm -hmm. um, so you can do it. Um, it was like over like 65 or more people who attended. It was just like, it was really great. And from that, um, the company's now trying to do more events like that and trying to get involved with the community more because they saw the impact um, from a recruitment perspective, from just mm. yeah from like um community split perspective they saw there was value in that so it was like a really huge moment for me like it was like a full circle moment basically because i started yeah, off at yeah, code bar and then yeah, yeah i got to host one at my workplace amazing That's what about amazing. you emily um so something i'm quite proud of that i've achieved is being quite recently so um COVID has massively changed my job role. I no longer attend my UCAS fairs and school visits. So mm. I was tasked with the job of coming up with something innovative that we could do to still interact with students and support teachers and advisors with their students making their journeys into higher education. Um, so I come up with the idea to host like an online teacher webinar um, around, de around degree apprenticeships. Um, which they could then attend live and we also recorded um, mm. just to make sure that we were providing support um, and it was a really huge success for me it was really well attended um, and I got credit for it in um, team meetings which was really nice um, and it was a real proud moment of starting a project and finishing it and doing something mm. completely different to what I would usually do. Amazing. That's awesome, well done man, well done. I think it's really interesting as well to see you know, to be at the forefront of how your business is adapting to COVID as well. And to yeah. show that, like, again, what I said before about apprentices making 
an impact you know and that's just proves exactly what both of you are doing um so sort of last question based around like international um side of apprenticeships um Akuya, come to you first what um advice would you give to someone um that might want to work abroad i would say place yourself in like be strategic about where where you're placed in terms of like you say like on social media or like your digital presence because there are loads of opportunities out there but if you're not seeing them it's not you're going to miss them obviously so maybe like follow certain accounts or certain um people that you know you know um are like big in the industry so like just basically so that you don't miss those opportunities because they're out there so yeah if you put yourself in a strategic place you won't miss it and then lastly just go for it like don't hold yourself back and think oh I can never do this or this could never be for me I never thought I was going to go to Florida last year I never thought I was going to win that competition last year but it didn't stop me from applying for it so just have the confidence to literally just go for it because you never know the worst that can happen is no but there will be another opportunity around the corner so go for it and place yourself in strategic places so that you don't miss opportunities amazing what about you Emily um, I say definitely just make the most of being in that environment whilst you're there. Like it's a real once in a lifetime opportunity. You might be able to go back, but you never know and you can't take that for granted. So just embrace like the different styles of working, you know, their cultures, make friends with people and attend the events that they invite you to, whether, you know, you're feeling tired from jet lag because those connections and those bonds you make with people are really going to help you with your career in the future. Um Amazing. But yeah, I definitely just try and make the most of it and sightsee whilst you can if you have any time off. You know, <laughs> make definitely, the most definitely, definitely. Did you did you get to do some sightseeing when you went to the Philippines? Yeah, so because I was there for four weeks, um, I had the weekend and I got to see some really, really stunning places whilst I was there, um, which definitely just makes it an even better experience as well. And Akri, um, how was you didn't really talk about the, the NASA experience? How 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 was that? I think I, I think I was just so overwhelmed because it was just like wow I'm actually at NASA like it was quite yeah. the day itself was packed like it was trying to get us to see like loads of things I think we went on a, on a tour on a bus around because Florida is just so huge um and then I think we got to meet like an ex-astronaut as well and get his signature which was really cool NASA is just amazing I don't know how I can sum it up unless you actually go there and see it for yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah it was really cool would they have any aliens? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Cool. So um, the final question for you two, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll be wrapping up. So in terms of so thinking back to when you first um, you know, started your apprenticeships, you know, if you was to meet a version of yourselves who was, you know, just before you got your apprenticeship, you know, just maybe still contemplating, what piece of advice would you would you give to your to a young to a young version of yourself? You know, looking to take that apprenticeship route, but not really sure. Um, Emily, if you can start, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. So I definitely just say, don't be disheartened if you don't get the first apprenticeship you apply for. Um. It sounds very cliche. Um. But when I first applied to some apprenticeships, I apprenticeship schemes. I was so gutted when I didn't get the scheme I went for. It sounded like the best thing ever and that there wouldn't be anything like it. Mm. And now when I sit in class and I talk to 
my peers who got those apprenticeship roles that I went for I'm actually really glad I didn't get that job role and I'm not facing that company not because there's anything wrong with it it just wouldn't have suited me as yeah. an individual um and just know that everything happens for a reason and you shouldn't mm-hmm. be disheartened and it's not because you're not good enough or anything like that um I'm quite open about the fact I didn't get the best uh, A-level results. I was mm. predicted BBC and I come out with CDE and I'm on one of the most amazing apprenticeship opportunity schemes. One of the most amazing apprenticeship schemes yeah. with some really great opportunities. So just don't be disheartened and keep trying. If it's something you want, then mm. go for it. Thank you. Amazing, amazing advice. And um, Akriya? I would say just sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> I think um, often we're trying to like shape our journeys and trying to get things right. And I don't know, there's mm. so much fears and worries and so much factors that come into it. But when you sit back and you realise you do have something to bring to the table and that you will get to exactly where you need to be, it's, mm. it starts to become really fun and just allow yourself to learn so much from other people around you and just learn from the whole experience as well. So I think... Just take that fear factor out of it um, and just really just go for it and enjoy it. It sounds so cliche, but it really does make a difference. Like stop yeah. trying to create the perfect journey or the perfect apprenticeship. Just allow your journey to take place, take its course. And yeah, you'll end up. Yeah, basically enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. Because it's gone by so quickly, but I never thought mm. it would have been this amazing. Or I would have mm. met so many amazing people who have learned what I've learned so far. So, yeah. Enjoy the process. Amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you both so much um, for featuring on Apprentice Talks today. Um, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Um, do you guys want to share your LinkedIn profile so people can connect with you? Emily, do you want to spell out your full name so people can do that? Yep. So it's Emily Lawrence, E-M-I-L-Y. And then Lawrence is L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. And Aquia. My one is Akria, P-J, A-K-U-A, and surname A-P-E-A-G-Y-E-I. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, so, so much. And thank you, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for all this listening. Remember to keep connected with us and follow us on Instagram at Apprentice Talks to keep updated on what we're up to. And we hope to... Uh, find you guys at in our new our next episode so yeah thank you very much guys for coming and thank you for having us